This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Did I scare you? Sorry if I did. Halloween around the world today, and whilst it's traditionally a pagan festival from Ireland apparently, it's taken the world by storm. The French love it as well. Bonjour. This is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. <laughs> It's the podcast that's all about the cuisine that is said to have founded modern cooking. French ingredients and dishes have been the starting block for many of the world's best chefs and cooks. On Fabulously Delicious, you'll learn all about those dishes and ingredients, as well as get to know more about fabulous French foodies. I'm your host, Andrew Pryor. Enchanté. Enchanté. Ten years ago, my life changed when I competed on MasterChef Australia, and now I'm living my best life right here in the French countryside. Here, life is all about cooking, eating, and meeting wonderful food producers, chefs, home cooks, drinking amazing wines, eating some of the over 1,500 French cheeses, and sharing these fabulous, sometimes scary, experiences with you. (laughs) I hope you're enjoying them. As I said before, it's the scariest day of the year. I'll be closing the window shutters so that those little trick-or-treaters don't think that I'm home and knock on the door wanting some of my delicious treats. (laughs) They're all mine. The treats, that is, not the trick-or-treaters. So I thought we could look into, briefly, some of the scariest French foods that we might run into on the French table. In fact, we might run from them screaming, saying we'll never go back to that restaurant again. Others, though, love them and are practically salivating when they see them on the menu. So, sit back. Turn the volume up. If you're not driving, pour yourself a glass of wine, break a baguette, add a bit of saucisson, maybe some of that delicious cheese, and enjoy today's episode of Fabulously Delicious. The scariest foods in France. Let's start this episode with the Andoulette, spelt A N D O U I L L E T E. The name comes from the French word Andouille, which comes from the Latin Inductile 
meaning the thing we introduce in the gut. Andouillette didn't appear in a French dictionary until the 15th century. It's thought that Andouillette comes from the Gauls and was often prepared by Roman butchers. There was a tradition of the time to have small stuffed sausages cooked on the top of cauldrons. This is a sausage made from parts of a pig's digestive tract. Hmm, peeling, isn't it? It can also have part of, of veal intestines or veal shortbreads in them as well. From the 90s until the summer of 2015, the use of veal shortbreads in Andouillette was banned for health reasons. This ban was partly due to mild cow disease. Andouillette is cooked usually, except in very rare occasions that you will find it raw. There are seven main versions of Andouillette. The Andouillette de Troyes, Andouillette de Jajon, Andouillette Provençale, Andouillette de Combray, Lyonnaise Andouillette, Andouillette de Perigot, and Andouillette à la Rouennaise. Andouillette contains herbs, spices, some wine or cognac, depending on where it's made. The look, well, it isn't appealing, but it's often the taste and smell that puts many of us off. It is a very strong, pungent, often off-smelling and taste to it. Sometimes, Andouillette will have a coating of breadcrumbs, which can look appealing if you don't know what it is. But often, in butchers or charcuteries around France, you will see them in jelly, lard or veal fat. While the Andouillette doesn't have a protected geographic indication, a PGI, or an AOC, it has, since 2016, a label rouge for some manufacturers of Andouillette. There is an association of lovers of the authentic Andouillette that's called Sank A. They were created in the 60s and give out awards to butchers making Andouillettes of a high quality. You'll often find Andouillette on French menus grilled, pan-fried, baked or heated on the plancher, as they say, which is more or less a French barbecue. They're often served with fries, a puree, green beans, rice and usually a sauce, often a white sauce of some kind. But really, no fries or sauce and no matter how delicious they might be, can make an andouillette appealing to me. Next up, the fromage de tête. Fromage, spelt F-R-O-M-A-G-E. De, D-E, tête. T-E-T-E. Literally, this means cheese of the head. It's also known, depending on where you are in France, as tête presse, tête marbre, tête en fromage, civier glacé or pâté de tête, or tête fromage, depending on where you are. In Belgium, they actually call it pressed head. Ouch! Despite the translation to cheese of the head, it's not a cheese or a dairy or milk product. 
from Mars to Tet is a pate or terrain made of all the parts of the animal's head, usually a pig or wild boar, and it consists of the tongue, snout and cheeks in a jelly made from the animal, along with pieces of carrot, pickles, onion and many herbs like garlic, pepper, thyme, juniper berries and cloves. When you see a fromage de tete at a market in France, it doesn't look very appealing. To some of us, it's often overlooked as something disgusting or old-fashioned. But to many French, it takes pride and place on their weekly menu and is considered a staple on their kitchen table. I think I'd have to be stapled to a kitchen table to have a fromage de tete. Fabulously Delicious is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Some of my favourite fabulous shows on the Evergreen Podcast Network are the French History Podcast with Dr. Gary Giraud. He and I explored all things France and American history, which was basically about Thomas Jefferson and his slave cook and brother-in-law, James Hemmings, who trained as the first American chef in France. Those episodes with Gary and I can be found here on my podcast, Fabulously Delicious, as well as Gary's podcast, The French History Podcast. And another great podcast about French history on the Evergreen Network is Le Secle by David Montgomery. This is all about France's history from 1814 to 1914, the specific century, that is, in France that was both for turmoil and stagnation, revolution and industrialization. You can check all of these podcasts out, including my own, at evergreenpodcast.com. Do the mash, do the monster mash, the monster... We're in France. Do we say monster mash? No, we're not talking about the monsters from the TV show of our childhoods. This is a cheese, the Munster, or Monster Jerome. Munster is spelled M-U-N-S-T-E-R and is a soft goat's milk cheese that has an AOC and PDO. Its name is thought to come from Latin Munster, then in turn came from German Munster. It's a cheese that comes from the Alsace region. And the story goes that in the 9th century, an Irish monk who was travelling through the region left the recipe for the cheese with the Vosges, the inhabitants of the region. Another theory, though, is that the recipe dates back to the time of Charlemagne and the monks of St. Gregory Monastery who made it. The monastery was located in the city of Munster. Munster is made from raw or pasteurised cow's milk and has a soft interior with a washed rind that is in a round shape. It has a particular pronounced smell to it. Its ripening is done over a minimum of 21 days during which the cheese is rubbed by hand every two days and stored in wet cellars at 11 degrees Celsius. The smell of the Munster cheese is quite strong 
but its taste is very mild. The smell does add to its scary factor. In fact, the Munster cheese is one that many French will never take on the train with them, or any public transport, to be honest. Although it hasn't as yet been banned from public transport, unlike the Eposise de Bourgogne, which has been banned from public transport in Paris. Tête de Vaux translates as veal head and is spelt tête, T-E-T-E, de, D-E, Vaux, V-E-A-U. It's a dish that's usually prepared around Christmas time but can be found on menus all year round depending on where you are in France. Around France, there are many brotherhoods of or associations and friends of the Tête de Vaux. Often, when found on menus in France, it'll be the feature of that day. In fact, one of our local restaurants here in Montmorillon will have a special lunch day for it, and it's always sold out. Jacques Chirac, the former president of France, declared that during his time as president, the Tête de Veau was an honourable dish. On the 21st of January every year, there is a tradition of eating Tête de Veau to celebrate the beheading of Louis XVI. This goes back to a time of his reign when a pig's head was used to symbolise Louis by cartoonists. He was called by the cartoonists the Pig King. Then, over time, this changed to a calf's head. There are many ways the French eat tête de veau, but usually it is eaten hot and with a white broth, so as to keep its white look with the liquid diluted with flour, salt and vinegar, and other herbs and spices to make a sauce for it. Usually, it takes over three hours to cook. I hope I haven't scared you too much with this episode of Fabulously Delicious. Let me know you are okay by contacting me via Instagram. Slide into my DMs at Andrew Pryor Fabulously or you can email me on contact at andrewpryorfabulously.com Thank you for listening and remember you know what my motto is whatever you do do it fabulously Merci beaucoup and bon app Hi, I'm Emma. And I'm Joe. And, and we're, we're the, the Professional, professional book, book Nerds. Nerds. Two Mondays a month, we interview authors and talk about their upcoming books, what drives them, and their go-to order at the cafe. On Thursdays, we share recommendations and dive into topics readers face, like how do I actually read the books on my to-be-read list? 
You can find the Professional Book Nerds podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn more about us? Our website is professionalbooknerds.com, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ProBookNerds. We hope you'll come and listen, and as always, happy happy reading. reading!